I am Liz Wright. Welcome to Live Your Best Life. The only thing that matters now is living by the power of this wonderful new creation life. We're going to become an undefeatable force of radiating glory, and we are rising up strong now in this hour. Hi, family all around the world. This is Liz Wright, and welcome to this week's episode of Live Your Best Life. I'm so excited that you've been able to join us for what's going to be a very, very special, life-transforming, I believe, conversation. I have joining me today my beautiful friend who is, along with her husband, they are the founders and they are the joint co-directors, obviously, of Kingdom Life Church in San Antonio in Texas. She is a revelatory teacher. She literally teaches out of her deep, rich encounters with Jesus. She's an absolutely beautiful woman of God. And we see Jesus in her, all of those who are, those of us who are privileged to know her as a friend. So it's my joy to welcome into the conversation today with me, Kelly Fest. Kelly, welcome. Hi, Liz. I'm so excited to be here with you. What a privilege. So fun. Oh. Oh, honestly, I'm I'm so excited because for all of you, you know, just Kelly and I spoke a few days ago. Just we were sharing like encounters, what Jesus is saying to both of us at the moment, and Kelly was sharing with me just one particular encounter, which we will share in a little while. I'm going to intro her to all of you first and get her to share some of her story with us because it's beautiful. But the encounter that we're then going to go into is just amazing. And it's part of what Jesus is doing now. So, so Kelly, can we start with you? Will you share with us some of your, your story, like how you first began to walk with Jesus? Sure. Yeah, I will. Um, and I think it's, um, I just had the privilege of meeting you, Liz, a couple of years ago. And when I first heard you, the reason I immediately locked in is because I thought this girl speaks my language. Like she has the insane encounters with Jesus. And so I, it's just such a privilege. And that is my desire is just to be able to share from that place today. But backing up, um, I grew up in a, uh, in Dallas, Texas, in a, I hate doing air quotes, but Christian home, you know, we were doing the best we knew to do. And I sincerely had a love for Jesus and grew up very involved in church and Sunday school and youth group. And I taught Sunday school and my mom was a, um, one of the big Bible teachers in the city. And I was in a kind of a public family. My father kind of had a pub, public profile and we were trying to notice this big Christian family. So um, I get married at a very young age and have my children. And by the time I had my third child, I just, so got to the end of myself because I thought, you know, I, I was a serious student of the word. I mean, I knew how to study it in the Greek and the Hebrew, and I was doing everything I knew to do. And I was just exhausted. And I started getting really hungry. And I just said, you know, there has to be more. Like, I know there's more, there was this deep hunger that was growing in me. So my husband happened to be out of town one weekend and I ran up and I don't know where the kids were. I put them away somewhere and I locked the door and I sat on the end of my bed and I just said, Jesus, you said that you came to give abundant, victorious life. And I'm not having that. Like my life doesn't look any different than anyone else's and I'm exhausted. So I really need you to show me. And so I literally just said, I come to you like a little child and I pretend like I know nothing. And I put everything behind me that my mom taught me and my pastor taught me and, and I want you to teach me. And I had been very taught against the things of the spirit. 
you know, that those things mm-hmm. ceased and that Jesus does mm-hmm. not speak anymore with the closed canon of scripture. And all of that was very ingrained in my thinking. But when I said, I need you to teach me literally like scales fell off my eyes. I could feel this physical thing happen. And it was like, I had been living in the pages of the book in a two-dimensional world. And I went into this multi-dimensional world where wow. everything was technicolor. And he started teaching me, literally, I, I realize now that whole even renewing my mind by rewiring pathways, like just past teaching and, and things that were so indoctrinated in me, he literally began to teach me and just moving powerfully with him. And I had no grit. I mean, I immediately started having encounters. I was immediately having open visions and visions and dreams and no one else around me. I mean, I think my thing, friends thought I was crazy because no one else around me was talking this way, you know? Yeah. And um, I in- just started this. I mean, he just introduced me into this vibrant living. I went from like knowing to yeah. like knowing. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Knowing intimately by encounter. Like I got included yeah. in on the conversation and yeah, I was on yeah. the inside, you know, instead of like on the outside looking in and it changes everything. Oh my goodness, Kelly, that's huge what you just said. You were on the inside in the conversation with, yes. the, with the Godhead, with Father, Son, Holy Spirit, right? No longer on the outside. And what you just said as well, like um, the scales dropping from your eyes. So literally in a moment, you went from being an intellectual Christian, like you said, in burnout. And I think that's, it's so relevant that, because I think there's so many, well, we know from the communications in the ministry, we get so many communications for people saying, you know, help me know how to walk in the spirit because I'm, I know the word, I know Jesus loves me. I know what the truth says, but I'm not knowing it on the inside. I'm not living this life that's promised in the scriptures. So you just literally, you're a message of hope for so many right now, because you went through that shift. Yeah, I did. I, it, and it was just this tiniest little voice. And I think that's all, it's not like, it's just the shift of my attention. Like it was a shift posture and it was this desperation and hunger and, and a hunger attracts heaven like yeah. it was this hunger and he wants to answer that you know and so I yeah. realized that and it was one of the very first things that he showed me is as soon as I started having encounters and just recently he, he kind of took me back and had me revisit a lot of them and I immediately started having encounters about union yeah. about the the conversation that we've been included into that we literally have been included in the eternal conversation and like made one with the ancient of days who knows all things. And I could never be separate from that, you know? And so I had these, I started having these throne room encounters and in one in particular, and and I started the first one I ever had, I looked back, I was five years old and then I was a little older and then I was a little older. And it is truly like the father was wooing me into that intimate place And even like going back, like from this very early age and like bringing me up to this point where I was, which was so interesting. I didn't even really realize that until just lately, but, um, in one of them, I, this doors open and I go into the throne room and I have on this really flowy dress and I'm just dancing before the father, but Mm -hmm. it's not just the father. It's three. Like a child. Were you like a child? Like, you know. Look, daddy, aren't you like so pleased? And, yeah. and I'm dancing before him and he's just adoring, you know, cause he's just mm. always full on, like, you're the most amazing person I've ever seen. And that's the thing too, I think about encounter that like people really need to know is that when in that place, there is zero sense of separation. 
there is zero sense of shame. Like I couldn't conjure it if I tried, you know, it's like, even in this moment, I can feel the, the pull, but in that place with him and encounter, there is zero, it's only him and me. So in this place and I'm dancing, but I'm like, and there's three chairs and I'm like, that's interesting. It's just not father. It's father. It's Jesus. It's Holy spirit. And immediately my brain's like, is this right? Is this biblical? You know, (laughs) I've been encountered (laughs) judging it so silly. And uh, so I'm dancing and the, and father, he nudges Jesus and he's like, go dance with her. And so then Jesus and I are dancing and he nudges Holy spirit and go dance and Holy spirit. And then the father comes. And so I am literally dancing with father, son, and Holy spirit. And this dance, just crazy abandoned free flow. And we're dancing faster and wilder in this circle, kind of like you would see maybe at a Jewish wedding ceremony, yeah. that dance and just all dust glitter glory is just being released off of us. And then I saw the dance written over it. And I was like, the dance, like, this is the dance. And he was saying, you have entered into the dance of eternity, that this is the dance that I have with my bride, that the father, son, and Holy spirit, they are in this circular, mutual adoration, mutual affection, mutual love. There's no hierarchy. There's no boss leader. I think in the Western world, we think boss, CEO, leader, you know, here's father, here's yeah. Jesus, here's Holy Spirit. Right. But it's a flow. It's a circle mm. without beginning and without end. And, he, and so when I saw the dance, and this is how he started teaching me through encounter, he said, well, look it up. So I go, you know, Google the dance <laughs> and theology or whatever. And it's that term perichoresis, mm. which the old theologians would use for the relationship between father, son, and Holy spirit. And it was literally called the dance and it's that mutual indwelling. And so through that, it's like, when you have an encounter, it wasn't, it's not, you're just studying it. I'm memorizing. It's part of me. It's a part of my inheritance. Like it can't be taken from me. So I just began living from this knowing that I have been included in the conversation of the ages and nothing can separate me from this. I can think it sometimes, I feel it, circumstances of life, but living in that flow is how glory is getting released on the planet. Good is coming to the earth, right? Yeah. Oh, honestly, Kelly, it's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. There's so many things that came into my heart when you were speaking. The first was you knew your value. So when you said, oh, look at me, daddy, like, look at me, father, you know, look at me, aren't I beautiful? Your heart came alive in that experience, understanding the value. And I think that's what every, as part of what the Lord is doing at the moment, isn't it? We, he wants us to not just intellectually understand we're valuable, but for our hearts to come alive in the truth of our value to him, that we are the source of his joy, a source of his joy as he looks at us. His heart is exhilarated and he wants us to feel that, which is something I think we should pray for everybody. You know, we agree for you to have that experience yourselves if you've not had it, or if you have even more than you ever have, that your whole heart would be would sit confident like you became through that experience, Kelly, and also the the divine dance as well, that, that inclusion, the union, that um, the, it, we're fused, aren't we? It's that, it's the, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's it's the most beautiful, uh, it's our life, but it's, it's the most beautiful experience when our eyes open like yours were and we begin to experience where we actually are now. And I think there's a, it's a huge difference, isn't it? I think when we go into these experiences, divine there's a divine infusion of knowledge 
that comes from this spirit of God and we are expanded in our awareness and our capacity to manifest the nature of God. Like we are changed, we're transformed as we encounter the word. And it's just, have you found that with each experience you've, you look back and you go, okay, I shifted there. Yes. It's like, I was thinking about that actually just yesterday. It is like, there's this expansion. There is an infusion that happens, happens an impartation. And Mm. it is like this expansion. And it is almost as if it is seen in Jesus through his eyes. You know, it's Mm. that I now have new knowledge that I couldn't know, but it's because I live from him, like from his faith, from how he sees, from how he believes rather than looking at it from this other perspective, if that makes sense. Language is yeah, hard. Totally. It, it is no, that. it's great language. Yeah. I think that's what happens. I think that's why encounter and encounter is a big word. And I know sometimes people immediately can shift into, I don't have that great for you, but, but everyone does have an encounter with like when all of a sudden peace just settles upon my heart or yeah. where I once felt super riled up and now I feel rest. It's like, I've encountered rest. I've encountered peace. Right. Yeah. And when we do, it is a part of us. Yeah. It, it is in me. It's an internal and an eternal thing. Yeah. 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 It's so important. And I think that's, people do need to feel, you know, everybody needs to feel validated in however we're sensing God, these are facets of encounter, right? Some, you know, sometimes we're in a full blown experience and, you know, amen, that we'd all have that all the time and live experientially with our eyes fully opened from within the Godhead, right? Like in the divine dance that you've experienced, but also every time, like you say, if you read in the word, you know, and the word comes alive for you, or you feel, get filled with divine peace. So whether you're hearing or feeling or sensing or knowing, these are all of course, you know, ways we sense the spirit of God and we are experiencing God. It just, I think there's a grace, isn't it, at the moment, Kelly, to to be able to go deeper, you know, and to, and to start to live from, and especially like you in leadership, you teach, you're a revelatory teacher, right? You're teaching from what you know. So there's impartation. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, for me, when the world, and, and the world is loud right now, right? There's it's it loud, a lot of voices mm-hmm. and there's a lot. And I just get really still. The more the world is going loud and crazy, I just, I like to get really still and really quiet. And, you know, Colossians three says that your life is hidden with Christ in God. So I'll just say that I'll be like, okay, I quiet my soul like a little child and I sit back. My life is hidden with Christ in God. I am hidden in you. And I just tuck myself in. And from that place, like you always say, the eyes of my heart are paying attention. My consciousness, my awareness is on him. And you can feel everything in you just begin to settle down. Like even now Mm -hmm. I can feel like a settling, you know, and in that place then is when we can begin to know. Yeah. 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 So it's the scripture, isn't it? Be still and know we enter in through rest. And then we, we go back in and we tune in to, to, uh, and come in an alignment with divine consciousness and we see life from his perspective of reality and it shifts everything. Yeah, I agree. I think I found over the years, that's the fastest way to get rid of stress and anxiety. And when we're running too fast and we're living in our own strength to just center back and take those moments like you just said and come back into peace. Okay. I want to shift gears a little bit. Will you share with us? the most recent encounter that you had that you shared with me the other day, because it's just amazing. Yes, I will. Um, yeah, this was really, you know, I hate to quantify or qualify encounters. They're all amazing. They're yeah. all Jesus. But this was yeah. one of those where 
it just completely caught me by surprise. Um, I was sitting in my kitchen eating lunch. I think there was some worship music in the background and my heart was engaged with him. I was just sort of thinking about him and, but seriously eating a sandwich. And then all of a sudden my kitchen just disappeared. Like the kitchen, it literally felt like it was peeled back like a can, like my kitchen peeled back. And I was in the middle of a Roman amphitheater and I'm looking around and I'm in the Roman amphitheater and I was with Jesus and we were dancing again. And, um, and, and again, I'm wearing this just gown and I was watching this. It was like, I could watch Jesus and I in the center of the Roman amphitheater and all of these people are aware of watching. And we were in the center and everyone was locked in and engaged upon what we were doing in this dance. And we were amazing dancers. Like we were just dancing. It was beautiful. Like, and I was, and just as we were dancing, there was a very ethereal quality to it. Again, it was like, you could see what was being released from the relationship. And that was really highlighted to me. It's like how I felt. It was just like we were one and what is being manifest all around us was glory, was peace, was rest. And I was just so locked in and it went on for quite a while. And then it rolled back more and I was able to see further and all around the edges of this Roman Colosseum were the um, martyrs and they were being brutally murdered, um, being sawn in two, the lions. It was like I was witnessing these early Christians that were at this worst horrific moment and literally being killed before this entire Coliseum. And it was just brutal. And I got, I literally en ended up on my kitchen floor and I was in the fetal, fetal position. And there was just this guttural, like the deepest sob that just came out of me because I was, and I was saying, Lord, I didn't know. I didn't know. That is my brother. That is my sister. I could feel it. And I have a brother and I have a sister. And I, it was like, I was watching my own brother and my own sister being brutally murdered. And I realized they are, they are so connected to me. That is my brother. That is my sister. And this went on for several hours. And I, I literally just felt this, this depth of oneness with them, that what was happening mm. to them was happening to me. It's happening to my family. But then Jesus made me look back and he caused me to see that the same quality, the same glory, the same rest that was manifested over us in our dance was also over each of them. I don't know if this makes any sense, but it was like it does. over each of them. And he mm. let me see that they too we're experiencing that oneness that just like, you know, when Stephen was being stoned and he saw Jesus standing at the right hand of the father, that attention from the Godhead, like I knew yeah. in that moment, that sacrifice that they were also experiencing what I was with Jesus, which just is mind blowing. And yeah. but what I took away from it, and it's so important right now is that those are my, you are my sister. Like what yes. happens to people, everyone on the planet, we are actually together. We are yes. one body and one bride. Yes. And so what the, the term that the theologians used to use for perichoresis, and I love this, it's a beautiful saying, is they would say when one weeps, the other tastes salt. Gosh. And that's wow. true. So what happens yeah. to someone else? It's why I cannot stand outside of a people group, or a person and judge them or criticize them because that's me. That's, yes. that's how judgment comes back. 
it's because that they are a part of us. So I don't get to do that. And, you know, there's that psychological mm-hmm. term othering where we can mm-hmm. stand outside of a group and then marginalize mm-hmm. them or, or objectify, them, objectify mm-hmm. them as if they were separate. Right. They're not. They're not. We're all included yeah. in the oneness with Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And I think that yeah. that is why he's highlighting in the season. It's foundational. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, it, it, you know, it's the Lord's heart, isn't it? And as we, it's profound what you've just shared. You know, it, it is what he's doing, isn't it? He's giving us the ability to understand that we're one in him. And we, like you said, we really are family and feeling genuine love for one another. You know, just um, just in finishing, gosh, I can't believe how fast that time's gone. Wow, we need to do part two. It, just, it, just in finishing, I remember just a little extract from one experience I had in heaven where the Lord showed me it was a very different experience to yours, but it it changed me. And it was, um, I, I found myself in heaven. We were all shoulder to shoulder, snuggled in. And I was feeling this immense love. And I noticed that was there was nobody out front. There were no superstars. You know, we all had our specific responsibilities and areas to influence and to do what, you know, whatever the Lord's mandated us to do. But we were essentially one. And we were all looking at Jesus and Jesus caught our eye and kind of winked and just was so enjoying us. And we could feel that we are the source of his joy. We are how how besotted he is with us. And our hearts were content. They were filled and fulfilled with his love. And then in from that place of being content in him, being united, understanding our oneness, that we are one family, that we're all filled with him. We went up in this divine dance. We went up in the air and in this divine dance and then it shifted and we began to move out across the world. And because of our unity and our love for one another, there was a di- and our contentment in the Lord and our oneness with him and one another, we began to release a sound and we were, re- we were moving out around the world. And where the sound around the earth is fractious and where the demonic have had huge influence and framed up our world in a certain way, as we moved in this union, this love for each other that you've seen, the, the sound of the earth began to change and we began to release peace and love and unity and the fractiousness that the, where the demonic has, you know, like I said, framed up the world, caused people to live in, in the, the states that they're in under the influence, the energy that comes from the demonic intention, all of that began to change and there was just this beautiful soothing sound of love and it was coming because we were united because our hearts had woken up to the truth of his love become healed in him understanding our value and his immense love for us and then our love for one another became real and it was the most extraordinary feeling I came out of it and I could feel the freedom we're coming into and the authority that we're coming into and the contentment you know and the rest and the peace it's what you saw you know but it's it's um this is where we're going I believe now so oh my goodness thank you for sharing it's always amazing talking with you um, well, I can yeah. feel that. Wow. Yeah. I can feel all of creation responding to that sound. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're so powerful. Hey, we're waking up to the fact we are government and we are family and we do have jurisdiction to co-reign and rule this planet, you know, bring everything out of its bondage to decay. Hey, but Kelly, thank you. Thank you. Just quickly, before we jump off, um, 
would you just let people know where can they find you guys? Obviously, if you're in San Antonio, you need to go and visit these guys. They're amazing. But where can they find you? We are Kingdom Life San Antonio. So that's our website, I think. Kingdom, okay. Yes, KingdomLifeSanAntonio.com. We meet on okay. Sundays at four o'clock. And um, yeah, we'd love to see anybody. Yeah. Things, schedules have changed a little bit with COVID and all that, but um, love to yeah. see you. Love to see yeah. you. Yeah, soon, soon. We're planning some conferences, (laughs) some glory gatherings. So yeah, we'll give you details of those when they're planned. But Kelly, thank you for being on today. It's just been amazing. And thank you guys for joining us. And we pray everything that we've shared today will become your experience. This is what the spirit of God is doing for all of us, not for one or two. It's just, it's for everybody. We're waking up now, family. It's the most amazing time. Things might be difficult, but we are rising. We are rising to rule and reign with him and to be content and to understand and his love for us and how secure we actually are and why we're here so bless you have the most amazing week and look forward to being with you again next week god bless